0: Hello, everybody. It's Marcy from WavesOfCommunication.com. Welcome to 2021. This year, the theme on our platform is positive action. The information I provide is designed to equip and empower parents and caregivers to take at least one conscious, focused, positive action today toward helping your child shift from nonverbal communication into unprompted spoken language there's no time like now to make the necessary changes you need to see the success that you want for the late talker in your life so let's get started
1: hello everybody and welcome again to another video My name is Marcy Melzer and I am an intuitive speech and language pathologist and language facilitation consultant. And it's my mission to help parents all over the world teach your children who are late talking how to use natural spoken language to communicate all of their ideas with the world because the kids are our future and these kids who aren't talking yet it's your job as, your, as their parents to get them going, and it's my job as a language facilitator consultant to teach you how to do it. So hopefully that's what you're here for because this video is another strategies video where I'm going to be giving you seven tips to use your spiritual practices for language facilitation. If you're looking for, um, you know, anybody else in your life who has a child who's late talking and you think these ideas might be helpful, please share this video. I have more than 350 videos now almost on my web, on my YouTube channel. So if you're watching me on YouTube, um, please hit the subscribe button so that you can be allowed or accessed and in that little wiggly bell thing to make sure that you get, um, all the notifications whenever I go live. So, again, thanks for joining me, everybody. And so, let's get into the tips that I have for you today about spiritual practices. So, whether you are a very spiritual person and you, you know, um, practice every day or it's a little bit in your life, there are things that connect you with the spiritual practice or religion or whatever you do in your life that you can use as tools. To not just help your child learn to talk, but also to amplify your results. Because I am a very spiritual person, and I've practiced lots of different religious practices. Um, I'm very interested in finding out and learning about different ways to connect to our higher power. I call it the universe. I call it God. Um, Different religions call it something else. But... For those of you who believe that we are all guided by a spiritual force that's greater than all of us, then when you tap in and use that guidance through prayer, meditation, and the ideas I give you today, you're going to be able to get better results because when you connect with your higher power, your life is better. You don't suffer as much. You find the solutions to your problems more easily. And that's what I'm hoping for all of you because if you're watching this video and you have a child who's late talking, that's a pretty big problem that trickles down into all other big problems in your life. Lots of other big problems for families. And your connection with your God is a really important way to help you get through the tough times. So, Let's get into these practices like I have them outlined for you. All right, so the first one that I want to talk about is expressing gratitude for the intuitive, energetic connection that you have right now with your child. This connection is divinely guided. You know, God brings kids to moms um, for special kinds of connection. And this energetic connection that you have, the parent intuition, the, the thing that causes you to know what your child loves all the time, that is what can help you facilitate language a lot more. I call this the language facilitation zone because it's that special energetic place that you can really connect with your child and understand what they mean behind the nonverbal communication that they use. And when you're in that energetic zone, it, it it's almost like a spiritual experience. It's a little telepathic. It's a little, how do you connect with God? You know God's listening. You know your child's listening. I mean, your child is a representation of God here on earth. Celebrate and, you know, appreciate your connection with your child because without it, they're not going to be learning from you as effectively as you want them to be. So really, really want to foster this kind of connection with your child. And the following things that we're going to be talking about will help you do that. So the number two thing that I have is that you should find a way to practice every day. Um, If it is a regular prayer, if it is a certain time of day, maybe first thing in the morning or last thing before bed, finding a special time to connect with your spiritual guidance every single day is a really good idea because practice makes perfect, kids like to see this repetitive practice in parents, and you need guidance every day, not just some days. Why should we not use our spiritual guidance on every single day? And having a daily spiritual practice even if it is a mantra you say when you wake up even if it is five minutes literally while you're sitting in the bathroom if that's the only time that you get by yourself these are the things that the little moments the regular practice that you can do put into your mental schedule doesn't have to be even with your child you yourself should have an everyday practice and if you do your everyday practice in front of your child, let's say you meditate or you listen to chants or you pray every morning or you go and light candles, the different things that you do, it's really important that you do them every day, some little thing, and that you do expose your child to it, you let them see you doing it okay and then the other thing the next step number three is that I have that you should explore the spiritual objects that you use together um you know in this case there are things that are sacred and you know that are not for playing with but you really do need to let your child handle these things explore these things anything that is important enough for you to use as a spiritual object that helps you connect with your higher power. These are objects you want to familiarize your child with. And if they're super fragile and careful, then obviously do it carefully, but let your child play with the singing bowl and and look at the candles and blow them out and light them again. Let them hold, you know, hold their hand while they use the stick to light the candle. Let them try and interact and hold these things. Let them feel how heavy the metal bowls and objects are so that they see and they respect and they learn these things and if you respect those things enough to have them in your home and you want your child to leave them alone. Let's say you have an altar in your home of some kind or something like that, and you want your child to leave those things alone. It's important that you talk about them, you talk about their importance, you talk about why you love them. And you know, that's why we have these things in their house. We love them, we connect through them to our our feelings, our our emotions, our our spiritual practices. And so it's really important that you explore these things together with your child and the language that you use while you you use them is also very important, too. What they're called in, maybe you speak a different language when you pray than you speak every day at home teach your child those words in that other language it goes with the objects because the words and the objects they go together and lay talkers like to learn about object names they easily learn those things they may learn the nouns before the verbs so talk about the verbs talk about the practices with the things that you use with your child it's really really important okay so, hey, Vanessa. Hey, DK. Thank you for joining me. By the way, this is a Q&A session. So if you have a question for me, you can post it and I will get to it when at the end of, the, of these tips. Okay, so let's see. We're moving into number four now. Tip number four, one of my favorites, is to listen to the sounds of your holiday. So in this particular one, there is a chime going here and it's going with with the bells, ding, 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 ding. This is a little Christmas chime that's going on. But if you use any kind of sound that helps you connect with your higher power, chanting, prayer, hymns you sing, um, even spiritual songs that kids like to sing together. Um, These are the sounds of your spiritual practice. I encourage parents to use Non um, songs that don't have even um, words with them. Some of the chants or some of the the background sort of everyday play melodies that you hear um, in some of the hymns and songs that you're used to. Play those things in the background while you have mealtime together. Um, You shouldn't be using video while you're eating. If you want some background music, think about playing the religious songs that you have. And the reason I suggest that is Religious songs almost always have very much like um, chimes or other things, bells, bell tower bells. They have meaning behind them. How they sound, how they resonate out, the noise of it. I literally waves of communication, sound waves. From these things that make noise and the songs. And the reason the religious ones are interesting or spiritual ones are interesting is because they they have patterns. They come in patterns and they go over and over and over again. And listening to patterns in music, especially with a rhythm, if there's a drum or a shaker or something like that going with it, that is going to help Build your child's neurological system in their brain. Listening to repetitive chanting kinds of things helps organize information that's coming in. That's why kids learn better when they're singing or when they have uh, matched things with songs like the multiplication rock things. A lot of people, like me, learned our multiplication tables by listening to songs. We didn't learn it from memorizing other ways. The tune and the melody helps information process more easily in the brain there's research to show this and this is a great way for you to maximize your spoken language models just by having sounds repetitive spiritual rhythmic pattern sounds in the background so that it can help you focus and connect to God and however you do that way as well but it also helps the brain learn so really good suggestion there about using sound. All right, moving into the next one. Number five is, oops, I guess this is number six, maybe, is spending time. Yep, it is number five spending time or so exposing your child to practices that's what this is without any expectation to perform so you can see this little guy is not really closing his eyes participating in the prayer everyone else has got their heads bowed but this little guy still looking around he's watching other people he's seeing what they're doing and instead of scolding the child or stopping the prayer To make your child participate with you, the best advice is to just keep on praying, chanting, singing, listening to the, the preacher talk, all of those things that you are doing to participate in this spiritual practice. This is what you do to model the behavior you want for your child. But you're going to interrupt everybody else's prayer. You're going to interrupt your own prayer by caring whether your child is engaged in their own spiritual practice or not. I promise you, everyone connects in spiritual practice in their own way. And your child connects with their higher power in their own way. When you show them how nice. And enjoyable and happy and secure you feel and look and and experience you're smiling while you're listening and and this is what you want your child to see because when they see you enjoying having fun at your spiritual practice, they will want to find out what more about what it's about. They're going to want to join you. They're going to want to see what's going on. And that's why you never interrupt the spiritual prayer for other people to catch up to you. They will catch up on their own. Or maybe they'll have their spiritual practice another time. Don't give up your spiritual connection time to worry about other people. It's really important that you do your own way and let your child come. To you. And when you make your spiritual practice fun, including dancing and music and shakers and sounds and things like that, that's when kids see that it is super fun and they will want to join you. You have to make the practice interesting enough for your child to want to join you and then they'll buy in 100%. Okay, the next tip that I have for you is a very common one. No matter what religion you practice, even if you don't practice any kind of religion at all, you can spend time with nature and appreciate creation. Appreciate the vastness of the ocean, the bigness of the rocks, the, the smallness of insects. Just spending time with your child and your family out in nature to just appreciate what you experience around you. All the different things that you see, feel, hear, see, smell, all of it experience it and appreciate that this came from somewhere and it didn't come from Walmart this was something that God put on the earth for us to experience and we need to appreciate that so no matter what you experience even if you're not a spiritual person you can connect spiritually through nature with your child by appreciating and enjoying it together all right and then the last one that I have, and this is the biggie, and this is the one that is going to make the difference for everybody right here, okay? It is to thank your guiding power in advance for the guidance that you need. Get your prayer going. Thank them. Thank you for in advance not praying for you know I can't help it I get guidance I'm gonna get it it is coming every day if you're watching this video alone you are being led to get guidance to help you from me um you'll find guidance everywhere comes to you instead of begging for it God help me teach my child to talk thank God in advance say i know you know that i'm going to get the guidance i need because i am capable and appreciate and know that you are capable of doing this God wouldn't have given you the child that you have without some way to figure out how to help them overcome this big issue of late talking. You can do this. Parents all over the world are doing it. And I'm here to remind you, that's what I'm told, you know, it is that. It's here. It's here for you. So yeah, like man, like uh, Vanessa says, she's manifesting it. Her four-year-old can sing full songs, but can't say a sentence without some prompt, and, and just spiritual stuff, singing stuff. I mean, some people's spiritual practice is baby shark. Okay, if you think the baby shark was brought to you by God to help you teach your child, then use it. Right? It, it, spiritual guidance comes in all. Kinds of forms from blonde lady on the internet talking to you about your spirituality to something the mailman said to you or something you saw your child do that they've never done before and it inspired you to dig in and learn more about your child because you're analyzing them you're spending time with them now you know that you're home during the pandemic this is the time to connect right it's definitely the time for you to connect not just with your child. but with your child and the divine guidance that brought you together, right? How did you get this child? How did nature come to be? Literally, when you appreciate that stuff and you ask your God, whoever you pray to and celebrate every day for the guidance you need to solve all the problems in your life, not just this one, but all of them, the guidance will come to you. That's how it works. That's how spirituality works. And if you're a spiritual person, you know that already. So I'm I'm just here guiding you in one more little video to tap in. Tap into your spiritual guidance because everyone has it. Everyone has it. Even if you're in the most frustrating, dismal situation or you feel like you are, that's when most people turn to a God and and learn about it. So dig in. Dip your toe into the spiritual practices if you haven't just by spending some time out in nature. Experience the cold. Experience the hot. Experience the wet. Experience the dry. Experience the weather and the things that you touch because all of that stuff was brought to us by God. And when you talk about that with your child and you appreciate it for what it is, I promise you the guidance that you need is going to come straight to you. Hopefully, in one of the videos that I have, if you are looking for something and you want to dig in more and you know that I'm a spiritual person and you, you know I connect, this resonates with you, then you might want to look at my book. My book is called If It Isn't Fun, It Isn't Fun, Teach Your Child to Talk Faster Than Speech Therapy and uh, it's available on Amazon. The link below this video has all the links to all the, the resources that you can look at. Most of them are free that you can figure out how to get going with language facilitation today and take your child all
0: the way to the spoken language that you're looking for. Thanks everybody for tuning in today. I hope this content has inspired you to create your own positive language facilitation action plan for this week. If you enjoyed this broadcast, you're in luck. There are tons of resources across our waves of communication platform, all designed to help you teach your child to talk. There are more than 350 free videos on our YouTube channel, a daily blog on Facebook with opportunities for live Q&A, my book, If It Isn't Fun, It Isn't Fun, available on Amazon, and my coaching programs, including a free 90-minute introductory class. Learn about everything we do for language facilitators on our website, wavesofcommunication.com. If you benefited today, please consider subscribing to the channel and sharing the resource with others. This little exchange is free for you and really helps us grow the platform to reach more parents and caregivers around the world. I'll be back next week with more information and strategies to help you continue on your language facilitation journey. This is Marcy Melzer, intuitive speech and language pathologist, saying bye for now.